Welcome to the Simwits Podcast. My name is Paul Hill. I'm joined today by my co-host, Ryan Fisher. What's up, guys? Today, we're going to be talking about, in brief summary, the sporting code and then race mindset. So we're just going to jump right into the sporting code. We're not going to cover the whole thing. If you want to read the whole thing, you're more than welcome to. But really here, we're going to focus on the most important things, which is going to be kind of uh, conduct, safety, class, and I rating. So we're going to start with conduct. I'm going to let Ryan kind of lead off on that. So conduct, basics of that, Ryan. Don't be super chatty on the mic. When, like, when I'm racing, I don't like hearing people talking, even when it's an oval race. Exceptions are super speedways. That's they're so you can turn your brain off for those and have conversations. So in that case, I would say those are my two kind of code of conduct. I would say like I I abide by is I take it serious and I don't chatter up the comms channels. Yeah, and I mean there's a bunch of jargon in there when you go read the conduct page on the sporting code, but those two are kind of the big takeaways. Chatter on the mic, be respectful, people pay to be here. Uh, on top of that, emotions is a big one, which we'll touch on later in this podcast like, yes. in depth. But emotions, don't let them get to you. Yeah, it's, it's racing, beginning. it's not personal. Exactly. Nine so times we'll, out of ten, it's not personal. So yeah. we'll we'll get deeper into that. We don't want to get sidetracked here this early in the podcast, but emotions, important part of conduct, keep them in check. Uh, and then the next thing is going to be a little bit longer to kind of explain, which is going to be your safety rating, how that works in correlation with your iRacing I class. So rookie to, a, rookie to A class, so it goes rookie class, B class, C class, B class, and then A class. Ryan, would you like to kind of explain how you graduate from those classes? All right, so there are two ways you can graduate from license to license rookie there's only one way you can graduate it's you have to get above 3.0 for your safety rating and you have to have four, four races. races which you can do the four races and get it i don't know if you can do it in less than four races um in rookies so i don't know so rookies there's only one way to get out you have to get above three but once you get to d class you can either have above a 3.0 safety rating at the end of the season and at the end of week 13, and then it will promote you to the next license. Or you can do your specified races that you have to do for every license, which is four races. So four, count them, four races you have to do. So you've got your four races out of the way, and you have to get above a 4.0 safety rating point to fast track to the next license and you can fast track a license in as fast as you can get to four and then past that it's just it's the same thing for every license i do want to touch on though the only thing that does change from rookie to d as well is uh and then d to c is you have to have those four races in the same matching class as you are currently so if you're a d class you have to do four d races you're a c class four c races and etc correct so that's pretty much pretty much it in regards to how you promote out um what is safety wanna... rating though like what is what is it that, that was going to be my next point so safety just to be clear to everybody is a direct correlation to how well you you drive around other people 
and on the track. So they have something called incident points. You can get a 0x incident, which is for light contact, has absolutely no effect on your eye uh, uh, safety at all. So that's for like bump drafting on a super speedway, brushing a wall very lightly, touching a wheel with another guy very lightly, just mild contact that isn't going to wreck somebody. Uh, you can get a 1x as well. That is only for off-track uh, events, or if you hit someone in a 0x situation and they go off-track directly after your contact, within, like, I think it's three seconds. So it has to be like you literally knocked them off-track. Yeah. So that can also get you a 1x. Then you have 2x, which is for medium contact or loss of control. Medium contact, meaning you probably did minor damage, a little bit of damage to the person. Loss of control being you spun out all on your own, didn't touch anybody, and you went around, and you're facing the wrong way on the track. Yep. Then there is the infamous 4X. Lots of ways to get this one. Hit a wall too hard, it'll give you a 4X. You hit another driver too hard, causing damage, 4X. You also get ghost 4Xs. We love those around here. Love them. That's don't a ask, don't, we don't know how we get those, but we get them. So that's an yeah, achievement. So that, it's like a net code thing where it thinks you hit someone super hard, but you yeah. actually never touch, basically. Just to be clear, <clears throat> those 4Xs accrue. If you get above 17 of them, they will disqualify you from the race. However, don't think you can get 17 of them and promote. If you get anything over me and Ryan kind of a general rule over eight, you're probably not going to gain any safety. You might even lose a little or pretty much stay the same. The reason why they do that is basically so you don't get in a faster car and not be comfortable in the already slower car that you're in, in the lower class. So if you want to get promoted to faster cars, you got to be able to keep it on track, race around other people without touching anybody. You just got to be safe. Try to keep... Yeah, just keep those numbers low, and then you're going to gain safety, and you want to get it to 4-0, like you said, and it will fast-track you to the next level. That's pretty much it for, for safety, and there, there's way more we could talk about, but you're going to get in the weeds. That's really all you need to know about safety and how to avoid it and what those Xs mean. I-rating. We can make a whole podcast about our differences on I-rating. We're not going to do that right now. We're just going to keep it nice and brief. This is okay. So, forewarning: this is where we, Paul and I, completely split. So yeah, we disagree. We're, we're going to have a little, little, little friendly competition. We're going to have team, team Paul. So, like, what drivers, <clears throat> what drivers in their thought process line up with Paul? So you go with team Paul, and then whatever drivers line up with how I think your team Ryan. So, like, we can see our teams and who does what and see if our coaching patterns are better or something like that. Like we could have a little competition, which would be cool. See like average finishes and all that stuff. Because like Paul and I, we have basically the same stats. So like, yeah. it'd be cool yeah. to see whose thought process is faster to learn. Yeah. I, I think we already know the answer because the both of us are pretty much the same. I don't think it necessarily matters as long as you keep the overall overall frame of mindset which ironically we kind of agree on we just have different ways of getting there but we do split off pretty heavily get into the final destination uh, so <laughs> i rating 
explain it, Ryan. What is what is I rating? I rating is a direct correlation to see how efficient you are and how fast you are in your lobbies. Okay. So, so that's how they they that's how they build splits and like determine matchmaking and all that stuff. So it's a number, but it also determines how competitive your splits are. Okay. And so splits are I'm gonna jump in here. So splits are basically they take let's say 100 people registered, there's 10 people's 10 people a race. There's going to be 10 splits. They take the top 10 fastest I-rated drivers, put them in that split and then so on down. So it gives you an idea of where you are metrically in whatever series you're racing when you can look at what split you're in. I don't think you can do that when you're a rookie. I don't even think it shows your I-rating until you hit D-class. It'll only show I-rating if you have like we've mentioned in previous episodes uh race labs if you have race labs it will tell you i rating but if you don't have that you you have no idea i rating tells us where we are metrically in the field of everyone that plays i racing it's a good thing it's helpful basically how you gain i rating is just getting good finishes in your race no matter what split it is there is a couple varying factors to how much you get like depending on your car number. So your car number is what position by raw I rating you are in the lobby. So if you're car number one, you have the highest rated, you are the fastest driver by definition in that lobby. If you're the last number, you are technically by definition the slowest driver in that lobby. Therefore, if you're the slowest driver, you gain more rating because you are not expected to finish well. Therefore, if you finish strongly, you gain more rating. Whereas the top, 10 cars don't gain quite as much because they're expected to finish in the top 10. Yeah, like I have won races and people behind me have gained more I rating than I gained. And I was like, what? But I was also like a one or a three number car in that field. So like I was supposed to finish well. Exactly. So that's how that works. Car number, that tells you where you are in the lobby just so you can quick look at that, kind of understand what that is too people have asked me before why can't i pick my car number that is why that's pretty much it for the sporting code we're not gonna like i said hang up on this very long because we want to dive into kind of pre-race mindset here we've already talked about practice in the previous podcast we wanted to real quick just touch on pod or on the sporting code on this one but we're really going to now dive into the race mindset and kind of just talk about pre-race mindset not you're actually racing just before you even hop onto the grid So, Ryan, lead us off. What's the first part? All right, so I have have a lot of experience in formulating my own thought process when I'm in the car. This may work for you. This may not work for you. This takes years to perfect for each person, so take suggestions. My mindset is have a very methodical race in and pick people off as much as I can. Cause that's, that's what I enjoy in motorsports is being able to run somebody down and pick them off. So that's what I'm going to focus on is having a good driving race. So for me, my first thought when I'm on the grid is going to be get a finishing goal. And I don't mean you have to be careful with that because you can wreck yourself out with that mindset. If you're not, not careful Mm -hmm. so when i say a finishing goal be like okay i'm starting and make it realistic i'm starting eighth 
I want to finish fifth. I want to find three positions. I don't care how I get them. Three cars wreck out in front of me and I finish fifth. I still met my goal because I didn't spin out and I finished the race, right? Yep. I mean, if your goal is just finish the race and don't lose any positions or finish the race at all, just set a goal before you go into this race. You know, in endurance racing, that's a huge thing. It's like going into a 12, you guys aren't there yet. I know you're all rookies for the most part, but you go into like a brutal race like the Bathurst and it's just like, keep the car together, man. I, I don't even care where I freaking finish. I just don't want to spend 20 minutes in the pits. I just want a clean race front, front to, you know, end. So that's my first mindset uh, when I'm on the grid is like, just set a finishing goal, obtain it. And really drive smart, which you probably have a little bit better understanding of that mindset because yeah, you that's real motorsport. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm talking about when I say I want to have a a good driving race is driving smart. Like this is my answer is kind of advanced. Paul hit on it better because like my mindset is is different than his. This is where we we're tying. This is where we're teeing off of each other. Like. Having a good driving race is what I focus on more than finishing position. Like, I don't want to go off the track. I don't want to be super loose. Like, I just want to have fun out there and have the car feel good and drive good and just enjoy it. Yeah. So having fun is what I want to focus on the most. Yeah. So, I mean, you're just focused on do having the car do what you want. Yeah. Pretty much. That's fair. I do want to touch on too with drive smart because i said that when i'm on grid i do think about the things i need to do like mentally remind myself to make sure i get a good finish the first being and this is going to sound counterintuitive but ryan beat this into me actually give up positions finish your race if you're fast you'll get those positions back don't yeah. Do something dumb because you know you're faster than the idiot dive bombing you. Just let him by so you can finish your race and he can make a mistake later on and you can get that position back. That's driving smart. Judge the room. Ryan also touched about that. I'll let him kind of lead on that because he does it better than I do. I kind of just send it, but Ryan's really good at judging the drivers around him. I just, I'm just a little extra safe around people that I don't know and I give them more room and I tend to back out of more passing or overtaking opportunities because I don't feel safe going into the corner with them. So uh, that wraps back around to what Paul was saying, like trust your speed, don't make moves out of desperation and you'll be good. So I just give them extra space and if they need it, then they can have it. If they don't, then so be it. I like I lost a position and that's what I was trying to do. So just give up positions when you when deemed necessary to mitigate your chances of dying. Yeah. You can make them back if you're fast. Another thing <clears throat> uh to help because you're all rookies, so we're trying to keep that frame of mind. So you're gonna hear us say that a lot here from all here here on out. We're trying not to go too far over people's heads through this podcast right now. Correct. So, I'm trying so hard to not just go off in left field. <laughs> same. So that's why this podcast is going to seem a little bit more oddly paced, guys. Uh, but strength of field, a good way for rookie drivers to look at what they're dealing with 
is with Race Labs. Once again, we're going to plug that app. Race Labs, check your strength of field. The thing I do is check the immediate driver, especially going into turn one, lap one. Check the strength around you. It's not always 100% accurate. Like I said, me and Ryan are about to go into iRacing on this next probably episode and our iRating and, and how that's our, our differences of opinions on it. But check it. If it's really low, like you're in a 1.5K strength of field, but he's 1,000, you probably know he's a back marker. Check the car number. Be extra cautious around him. Two or three. Uh, it's going to sound weird, but check the nationality of your driver. Each nation, I know that sounds strange. You'll get it once you start driving more. Each nation kind of has a different driving style because of the tracks and their countries and mindsets and you'll get it once you start driving but already go ahead and start data logging like how australians drive versus americans versus brazilians versus englishmen i mean just it'll help you kind of gauge what you're dealing with at the beginning of a race because certain people drive different and it's not a one size fits all but it does kind of help you preemptively judge what you might be getting into so i, I would say that's a good thing to pay attention to and also in rookie and lower series, sometimes in higher series, people drive more emotionally, more emotional. So like they drive just based on pure raw emotions. Like if you see somebody driving mad, they're going to be attacking the brake zones and killing their tires going into the corner and being slow. So just be mindful of that. Uh, emotions are huge too, especially in rookie class. People get mad very quickly. And, and they will me. retaliate. So once again, give up a spot. If someone's being aggressive and you're like, ah, I don't want to just give up that spot, save the safety rating, save the the I rating. Just That's, mitigate chances of dying. And this works in top split, bottom split. It don't matter. We deal, We deal with this and do this. This is real racing, guys sim racing emulates real racing in this moment we Did deal you... with everything you guys are dealing with but there's a thought process behind some of the stuff that we deal with which is bad yeah you can get sketchy but another thing that ties back into when we said drive respectfully you don't want to stir up the emotion in the unstable guy in front of you because you didn't mean to and you bump and run him into turn one by accident not even really intentionally but you did, you got around him, and guess what? Turn two, he's right back up on you because he drafted you. Guess what? He's going to give you no forgiveness, if not purposely wreck you. So drive respectfully, drive without emotion. You might have to, in rookie classes, expect a little bit of emotion from your drivers around you. Just keep that in mind. But really, I mean, Ryan, do you have anything else to add about race mindset? First lap is all about surviving and maintaining starting position. To finish first, you must first finish. So that is that's my piece of advice. I would agree with that too. So <laughs> that's pretty much it for race mindset. So this is once again just pre-grid. We're not even racing yet. We're gonna dive into that in the next episode, along with I rating and I'm sure a couple other things. But we just wanted to touch on this, give you a little bit of info to have before you go into the race, have a mindset, have a plan of attack. But with that, I'm going to say race hard, race smart. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And we'll see y'all later. Bye.